0: Welcome to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. To get free mentoring services, as well as to see the wide variety of resources available for small businesses, visit our website at www.score.org or call 1-800-634-0245. And now, here's your host,
1: Dennis Zink. Episode number nine, Mentoring. Fred Dunnier joins me today in our studio as co-host, SCORE mentor, and our audio engineer. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Dennis. Our guests today are Dick Rott and Charlie Sachs with SCORE. Welcome to Been There, Done That.
2: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
1: Thank you. It is nice. Dick Rod is a native of Chicago. In 1956, he graduated from the University of Illinois after serving three years in the military during the Korean War. Dick has over 50 years' experience in the paper manufacturing industry, during which he was CEO and President of five different paper companies, including the $1 billion Wausaw Paper Corporation. Dick has also served as a bank director for over 20 years and chairman of the board of a 300-bed hospital in Wisconsin. He has been a SCORE mentor for almost eight years, serving over 200 clients. Charlie Sachs was President and Chief Executive Officer of ADCO Technologies, Inc. from 1985 to 1996. Charlie joined ADCO in 1985 from NALCO Chemical Company following its acquisition of ADCO and spent a combined 40 years with NALCO and ADCO. Charlie holds a degree in mechanical engineering from Case Western and is a graduate of Harvard Business School's Advanced Management Program. Presently, Charlie serves as a board member of Professional Plumbing Group, Inc. He has also served on the board of three industrial companies. He is presently a consultant and has been a SCORE mentor for nine years. Dick and Charlie are SCORE mentors and have been for many years. And we're going to ask them, we're going to start out with, what is a mentor? That's kind of a two-part
2: question. Uh,
1: at least in my mind, and I always ask people
2: who was Mentor, and hardly anybody knows. Mentor comes from Greek mythology. If you remember reading the Odyssey in high school, you'll remember that Odysseus went on a great Odyssey. And are you ready for it? He said to his friend, Mentor, I want you to bring up my son and teach him all the things he needs to know. So that's the classical Greek definition. If you look in the dictionary for the other one, uh, a mentor is somebody who counsels people that are usually new in a business or an industry or a company.
1: What would be some of the reasons to have a a, a mentor?
3: Well, not only if they're new, but if they are are doing an, uh, if they've been operating before and have certain questions and needs, if you call a mentor in. Uh, he can look at the whole situation and see how he might help you improve your business.
1: And what does it cost to have a mentor? Okay. Uh, You remember the old real estate adage, the most
2: important thing is neighborhood, neighborhood, neighborhood? The biggest advantage in cost with a SCORE mentor is it's free, it's free, it's free.
1: And what exactly does a mentor do?
3: A mentor works with you to find out all he can about your business and to find out how much you know about the specials, specialties of your business. Once he's gathered a lot of information, he will make recommendations to help you improve your business or even to start your business.
1: And how does someone request a mentor to work with? Well, typically it's done online, and here's the magic
2: entry, www.score.com. Dot org. There's another way, and I've been fortunate enough to have some people call on a word-of-mouth referral. So if you know somebody who's had good success with a counselor, why don't you see if you can connect with them and get a name of somebody to work with?
3: When you get online, your information will go to a case assigner, which is an experienced professional with SCORE, and he will see what type of information might most benefit you and he will assign this to to one of our experienced uh, uh, mentors.
1: And how do clients generally work with mentors? Well, there's several ways. Uh, one, by
2: going to one of our workshops, you can meet a mentor or coach, and you could work with them uh, during the workshop. Two, you could do it online. But the preferred way uh, is face-to-face meetings. And those are usually arranged by a quick telephone call to, find out when it's convenient for you to get together
1: with your counselor. At what point um, in a business development should someone seek a mentor?
3: It can be if you're just starting a business because you'll have to have a business plan, and if you don't have one or you don't know how to develop one, uh, you want to get together with your mentor. If you have a business and it's operating and it has some problems, you might think of getting together and and developing some ideas to improve.
1: What are some of the advantages of working with SCORE mentors?
3: SCORE mentors are experienced. SCORE mentors know business. We have such a wide variety of SCORE members that uh, their experience can help almost everyone.
1: What type of training do SCORE mentors go through?
3: Well, typically, uh,
2: somebody decides they'd like to be a mentor, and then the first obstacle they have is going through Charlie and me. Uh, They then get indoctrination, education, observation, and eventually they co-counsel with somebody, and then they're ready to start swimming. I like to use an analogy of uh, doctors. When doctors train, it's kind of weird. They have the adage, see one, do one each one that's a good analogy there is
0: a score certification process for
3: mentors is there not yes indeed and it's generally done online that's correct yeah and and it's been recently developed to make sure that all members know the same type of basic information even though they have plenty of experience in their own area what about
1: confidentiality should that be a concern for a client
3: Well, I I tell
2: my clients that uh, it's like the TV ads for Las Vegas. Uh, What you say here stays here. We keep that in strict confidence. We have a code of ethics that we follow diligently to keep confidentiality in line.
1: And and what is uh, one-on-one counseling? How How can that benefit the client?
2: Well, it's literally what it says it is. Uh, You as a client will work with one counselor who's either assigned to you or whom you gravitate to because they have experience in your business. And over time, you develop uh, a good relationship and trust, uh, keeping in mind the confidentiality aspect of that. And uh, you get to know each other pretty well. I have clients
1: now that I've been working with for over three years. Please explain uh, what co-counseling is all about and how that works.
3: Co-counseling is a a way to make sure that the client gets everything he needs. For instance, as CEO of a company, I knew a lot about the business, but I had specialists working for me in finance and in IT. And whenever special concerns and questions came up, I would work with them, and and I still work in that area. When when a, a client needs to... Go for financing. I bring in one of our bankers to have special co-counseling session and show the the client what he needs to do.
1: Can a score mentor help me get funding or help a client get funding?
2: Well, the answer is yes. We can and have prepared clients to get ready for going through the lending process uh, with our business plan and financial sessions, and uh, literally walking up to the door of the bank.
3: And they, we also show. Or indicate various other methods of getting funding. For instance, what we have the the three F method: friends, family, and fools. And that's in addition to banking, and that's a joke.
1: Can you explain what RMA is and how that ties in with the client and getting funding? Sure. RMA is
2: an acronym for Risk Management Association, which consists of. Uh, hundreds of member banks who gather information from clients to whom they've lent money and assimilate it in a form that's useful to uh, to score people and to clients as well. For example, it might say if you're running an ice cream parlor, they'll compare maybe a 100 other ice cream parlors and see what kind of return on assets, uh, what sort of return on sales, et cetera, that you have. And then you can compare your client with that number, because you know darn well that the bank is going to look at it and make that comparison in the future. What
1: is the best way to work with a mentor?
2: I'm going to try that one because uh, I do it a little differently than most folks, and I try and tell clients why they might want to work with me. And uh, you were nice enough in the bio introduction to say I'd run a billion-dollar company and I'd been a bank director and a hospital board chairman. When I tell people that, they're kind of, oh, wow, that's pretty important. I say, well, why don't you look at me like your Uncle Dick, who's had a lot of success in in those uh, arenas, and you should want to listen to me, but you don't
1: have to do what I say. Can a client work with a mentor through email as an option?
3: Yes, that's an option, but we don't prefer it. If if the client is local, we'd much prefer setting up an appointment and and getting together face-to-face. Basic information can be gathered by email, and SCORE works quite a bit with its its members exchanging email information and requesting advice from, from others. And it is available online, and, it can, and of the 12,000 members we have, you could contact somebody who was in the piano tuning business in Oregon, but we don't, that, it's really a last object at this point. We would prefer to do it locally and uh, and in person.
1: What if the mentor doesn't know my type of business? Uh, well, if that's the case, uh, he or
2: she will see if some other counselor uh, in our organization, and we have almost 50 uh, here locally, uh, is knowledgeable in that field, and they will be asked to co-counsel, and they will come in and either take over uh, or co-counsel on a continuing basis. So we've got you covered.
1: And then if on the as you're going down the pike with the client, if they need information in some totally different area? Sure. We have experts uh, in various areas. For example, finance.
2: We have CPAs. Uh, We have lawyers. We have people who are uh, really hot on the internet and networking and so on. Do you ever have more than uh, two score
1: mentors at a meeting? Has that ever happened? Not in my case, but I'm sure it has.
3: It does. It does happen, but it's pretty rare.
1: Is there access to the 12,000 SCORE mentors throughout the United States for a client?
3: Yes, and that's normally done through email and if necessary by telephone, but generally it's done by email, and, and the client can work directly by email with whatever specialist he comes up with. SCORE has something called the Forum, which enables all of our members locally to contact all of our members. And if we have a question, we can send it out on the forum and ask for a, for a response. What are
1: some success stories that you could relate to us today? Okay, I had a, a real
2: success story with a company that did architectural millwork. What's that, you ask? Well, look at the door where, wherever you are and see the border around it. That's architectural millwork. And three years ago, the housing industry was in great decline, and these people were in financial trouble, and so they asked for SCORE help. And uh, Charlie and I both worked on this one, and we were able to put them in new directions. For example, if you made uh, a door frame instead of three inches, you made it three-quarters of an inch, what could it be? The answer was, well, it could be a picture frame, and they'd never thought of that. So these are the kind of things, uh, cleverness and uh, different applications. I, I like the phrase, and I've read a book whose title is, What Else Could It Be? And that's one of the things that I think our SCORE counselors do very well. Uh, to put that in context, that book was written by a doctor. And say to yourself, gee, I just went into the doctor's office and I've got a bad cough. And the doctor hears your cough and he says, well, it's probably bronchitis. There's a lot around going around like that. And if you said to the doctor, what else could it be, he'll stop and say, oh, my goodness, well, it, it could be TB, or it could be cancer, or it could be something else. The point is, whatever you're looking at, it could be something else, and that's where we excel.
3: And I've, I've had a number of successes, but one, the one I'm most proud of is uh, a young woman who wanted to start a dance academy now i don't know why the case assigner sent the case to me maybe having five daughters made made some sense to him <laughs> <laughs> but uh she came in to see she was a ballet dancer a beautiful girl from norway had six sisters and she she really had a desire to teach young people how to dance and so after Understanding what she was after and what she would love to do, I worked with her on a business plan, and I gave her a template and showed her how it was important to cover business planning and, and what kind of a business plan she should work on. So as we normally do, we make a a recommendation and then send the client away and with homework, and then they come back when they've finished the homework. Well, in two weeks, she came back. Now, many times our clients don't return because they find out it's a lot of work. And, of course, starting a business is a lot of work. But nevertheless, she came back and she was all fired up to start this dance academy, and she had done a wonderful job on her business plan. The only thing wrong with it, it was far too long, but we worked on that and edited it down, and then we, we worked with her on on the other aspects of starting a business. For instance, we thought she ought to go work with a dance academy to teach to see what problems they had, and she did, and she went out and she did it, and she was really good. In fact, she had worked. She had worked with the uh, the Norway Ballet as a very young girl. But in any event, she went back. She did all those things, and now it was time to get money, get financing. So I called in Joe May, who who is our expert banker has run a number of banks and was president of a bankers' association worldwide. And he told her exactly what to do and what to look for and what to say when she went to borrow money for the bank. And she did. And they loaned her money. They loaned her a substantial amount of money, but she needed more because in addition to ballet, dancing, she wanted to, um, to sell dancewear Tutus and pointy shoes and whatever. And uh, so she worked with a family member, her mother-in-law, who was also very supportive of the girl. So they started the business, and they started with with uh, 40 clients. And within two years, they were up to 200 clients, and they expanded their business to teaching various other musical Activities, piano and, and theater. And then in to add to their success, they would put on recitals every year, but they weren't really recitals. They were shows. She put on uh, dance academies at the opera house in our town and got as many as 700 people to attend. Part of them were family, of course, but it was a money-making proposition. So after five years and three children that she bore. She decided that she would have to, she would rather raise her children and see them grow than be the sole proprietor of a dance academy. So her mother-in-law went on and had started a online uh, internet supply for for clothing and tutus, which she had started in the business and, and made it grow. And now she is running the business, but they no longer teach. So my beautiful girl retired, and is raising those three beautiful children.
2: I'm going to tell another story, uh, which does, I hope, two things. One, it's an interesting story. But two, it answers an earlier question about what if my mentor doesn't know about my business. Well, here I was, and I get a new client, and it's a ladies' hair salon. You can imagine how much an 80-year-old guy knows about ladies' hair salons. Not much. But I met with a client, and uh, they had a nice location with three chairs and the usual product, uh, such-and-such hair conditioners and all that sort of stuff. And their problem was they were not being profitable. Their rent was very high. They needed to find additional sources of revenue. And I thought, well, I wonder if anybody else knows about Ladies Hair Salon. So I contacted all of our local clients, and sure enough, one guy says, I have bought and sold five of them. Who knew? you know? So I asked him to co-counsel with me. And together, we met with a client several times. Now, the story about the client that's of interest, again, I didn't know any of this, but my co-counselor did. There are two ways of selling services in a hair salon. One is you rent out a chair to a man or a woman who does shampoos and haircuts and dyeing and all that sort of stuff, and you rent the chair usually by the week. In this instance, the uh, price for that was about $350. The other way you can do it is to say to the hairstylist, I will take, for example, 50% of your revenue uh, every week. And in this case, they were renting out the chairs, and by looking at the place, we said, well, you have enough room if we move the product from one part of the salon to another to put in an additional chair, which you can rent out for another $350 a week. Bada bing, they were profitable. So the message is co-counseling. Somebody knows more about it than I do. I'm not an expert on hair salons now, but I know a lot more than I used to.
1: If you're looking for a SCORE mentor, you can go to SCORE.org and fill out a brief form online requesting a mentor. And now we're going to go to the second part, of our uh, show, which is why consider being a score mentor if you have the expertise. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Why should someone consider being a score mentor? You guys interview people all That's the right. time. You, uh, you know, what what's the reason that they're saying that they're interested
3: in doing this? The most common reason is they want to give back because all these people are experienced in one way or another, and although all of our members are not retired, those who who we consider for, as mentors have some experience which we perceive as uh, as something that could be sold or something that would, could help people and let them satisfy their demands as helping the com- community or the people. So, so that's the, the first thing that they that they tell us when they come in.
2: Uh, I confirm that. Uh, I even felt that myself eight years ago when I got interviewed and said, I'd like to give back. Eight years later, I find that I get some great rewards and satisfaction out of being a mentor and working with the clients. Uh, You get to know a lot of different people. You get to know a lot about different kinds of businesses. But the payback, if you will, for me, it happened one day when a client, we'd finished our assignment, we'd worked out our problems, we'd gotten everything under control, and he looked at me and he said with kind of an interesting tone, he said, Dick, I don't know what I would have done without you. That's my payback.
1: What percentage would you say that you get of people that want to start a business versus that have an existing business? And do the SCORE mentors enjoy both equally?
3: Well, as a matter of fact, we keep track of of all mentors and their activities, and everybody writes a report on every call that he makes. And using these data, for instance, Gallup gathered data for us in 2012 and found that about 60% of the clients in our district were in business at one degree or another. There are about 30, about 50% of the clients were female, and about 25% of the clients were uh, minorities. So we get a wide range of people. However, some mentors would prefer to work with people in business. They they can usually help them more because of their, their background and specialties. But Many of the people who want to start a business, the first thing they need is a business plan. And almost all of our our SCORE members can come up with a business plan because because we have very detailed uh, information on how to templates on how to to do a business plan.
1: But we don't do the business the, the SCORE mentors don't do the business plan. They guide the clients,
3: correct? That's correct. And that's why we have templates and that's the difference between us and consultants. Now, we don't charge for anything. We do everything except for certain certain uh, workshops.
1: But Charlie, even the workshops, you're, you're really just really covering the costs of the materials and the binder. We really don't we're not really charging any fees other than the minimus fee. Well,
3: and there are a lot of people in a consulting business and they charge considerable and uh, and actually in most cases we can supply the same type of information or maybe better. Because we have a wider range of people working with us than consultants who are, who are in business. One uh, reason I became
0: a mentor is simply to be exposed to the variety of people and businesses that are out there. Have either of you guys got um, any experiences you can share where you've, you've learned about business? I know, Dick, you already talked about uh, learning about the hair salon business. But I would imagine you guys, having both been in this uh, mentoring role for a long time, have come across some very interesting situations that, are, that you never would have come across otherwise? Yeah,
2: sure, I can touch on
0: one or two of those. I'm uh, presently
2: working with a company that should be described as a substance abuse provider. And though we all know about that and we see the problems that uh, are occurring in our lives and our communities and maybe even our families, uh, to see how that system works In this case, usually from a court-appointed counseling session to the actual uh, training and internment. It's a real eye-opener to see the numbers of people and how they're being counseled and helped throughout their abuse situation. Long, long problem. Uh, As an aside, my wife and I went to the uh, Salvation Army on uh, Christmas Day and served as uh, waiters and waitresses and greeters and so on and uh, the the numbers of people that come through i'm going to use the phrase off the street is just staggering and uh, i i came out of there after doing 3 hours i was just exhausted but it's
1: an education what what percentage would you say of score mentors are retired
3: i would say uh 65% or 70% are retired
1: and do a lot of them uh, work full-time or part-time when they're, you know, not retired f- but they're still mentoring?
3: Both, both ways. But usually if you have a business, you can't really afford to spend a lot of time with SCORE. So they'll work more on a specialized basis. You you can schedule your own time as a counselor or as a mentor, but if you really get into it or if you want to get into the executive parts of score you have to spend more than 15 or 20 hours a month and so if you're running a business that's very active it's difficult to uh, to spend much time uh with score
1: would you say most of the mentors are more entrepreneurial in their backgrounds or more you know large company ceo type experience kind of like more like dick
3: I don't know if I could say which I think there's not usually as many that are from large companies like Dick. I had a a good company which I took public, but I didn't I only sold a 65 million a year on that company. We made excellent pro- profits, but I took it public on the Nasdaq and uh but smaller companies, you get much more involved with some of the details. And even though you have specialists working for you, you uh, you go through the factory or you work with the factory people or the unions or, or whatever, so you have broader experience.
1: Do all mentors mentor, or do they do something else within the SCORE organization?
3: They do that. They do the mentoring, but they also help us run. For instance, Dick and I are... Uh, are hiring mentors in fact we have we've hired um more than 20% increase in in mentors in the 7 years that we've been doing this now uh mentors stay but then they also move on so we have to continue to fill our ranks so at we're, presently we're as many as 50 mentors and and about 20% of those are doing other things. For instance, workshops. Workshops are an important part of our business because we train people in a series of five workshops. The first one I call the the boot camp, and the, it's a no charge. And people come in and they find out what's involved in starting and running a business, and about half of them decide that they it's more than they had bargained for. So they don't go to the second one, which is a business plan. So this is a group development of a business plan which which is very helpful to those starting a business. The third one is a uh, marketing and sales. And so when they have their business plan they know that marketing and sales is very important and that they have to be good at marketing and sales because they're starting from the ground floor. And then we have two finance sessions now. None of this costs anything except the last four are $25, which, again, counts or pays for the the materials involved.
1: I
2: was going to just kind of add on to what uh, Charlie's been talking about, going back to the where do we meet people. Uh, And he's been talking about our workshops, and that's one way we get introduced to clients they come to us. Sometimes they get on the uh, Internet and ask for individual counselors. And when that happens, it's one of two or three different kinds of things. One being they have an idea about a business. So we have an office, and we can meet them at the office. Or if it's more convenient for them, uh, maybe we'll meet at a Starbucks or someplace and have a cup of coffee and just chat about it. Uh, one of the things that I really like to do personally is go to somebody who's already in business and eyeball their operation and see what's happening there. because oftentimes. Uh, Well, I guess I'm bragging, but I've been known as a visionary. So I see things that other people don't. For example, I talked earlier about the uh, hair salon, and I just sort of mentioned that they also sold product, conditioners, shampoos, and so on. But if you think about where you go, uh, supermarkets, for example, have done great studies of who buys what where, and they put all the things that they make a lot of margin at right there at the cash register. You're going to turn around, there's Hershey bars and this and that, magazines, whatever. In the hair salon instance, moving the product to the front where people checked out or where they came in, uh, put their eyes on the product, then they would say, oh, I guess I need some conditioner or whatever. So that's part of doing it is looking at a business. I mean, we've got years and years of experience, and you can learn an awful lot by going to somebody's uh, location, so I enjoy that particularly.
1: Things are changing so fast, especially with the internet, and a lot of the score mentors are retired or they're older. And how do they stay in touch and up to date with what's going on with uh, social media and uh, search engine optimization and different internet type things they need to know?
3: That's that's one of the reasons uh, we we are doing a job and hiring people because in addition to those who don't want to be mentors, they may have information and data. They're younger people. They might be marketers. They may be people who know about Facebook. And, and uh, we, we try to, modify, to, to uh, modify the way we look at people by using these young people to train us and redirect our business. Things are changing really fast now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd add on to that in a little different way, and being an older person who didn't grow up in the computer field, um, I rely heavily on one, the local newspaper, two, the Wall Street Journal, three, CNBC, and going to our meetings, hearing about what's going on. And uh, we hope we have the brain power to put that together and put it to use for our clients.
1: I ran across someone recently that was interested in considering being a mentor, and they came to a meeting but they were interested in investing in their clients is that something that they're allowed to
3: do no we we have a uh, an agreement that we we don't do have con- we have an ethics agreement that we sign every year that says there's no conflict with what we're doing and uh, and what the clients are doing so no we don't we don't encourage that
1: also, I've met some people that say, you know, I'm I'm tired of playing golf every day and I'm bored, and you know, I might be interested in being a mentor. Tell me more about it. Do you come across that a lot when you when you interview uh, new people? Yeah, we
2: do, and uh, I, at least, and, and Charlie as well, try to tell them how much time they might want to schedule uh, in in terms of being a mentor. Uh, in my own instance, I do about 15 to 20 hours a month of mentoring, counseling, so on. then uh, my travel uh, might, uh, well, I know what it is because I was just doing my income tax. It's about 600 miles a year. Uh, so that means I go to somebody's plant and I visit with them and I drive home and Uncle Sam lets me write off the mileage. So uh, that's the only compensation in a way that we get. So the time is a uh, a criteria, people who want to be mentors want to know how much time is this going to take. After the indoctrination, which takes some measured amount of time, then they get a feel for, well, I'll go to the meetings, I'll have clients. This is about how much it's going to cost.
1: How long will the typical client stay with the mentor? I know it varies, but just...
3: The longer, the better. We We try to, first of all, have successes with our clients, and then when we have success... Then we stay with the client, and they stay with us, the dance girl, the dance academy girl. We were friends for five years, and she, she when she had special problems, she would call on me, and I would bring in. In fact, I brought Dickie in on one where she had the opportunity to buy out a competitor who was selling dance clothing, and we advised her against it, and she didn't do it. Is it
1: fun being a mentor? Absolutely. I I enjoy it immensely. Uh,
2: Look
0: forward to it
2: and can't wait to get a new client.
0: If uh, someone is interested in becoming a mentor, how do they uh, go about getting it
3: started? They find us somehow, and a lot of our information comes online. Somebody sees an ad or sees something, uh, score.org, and and we go from there. Then we, we get the information from them. And then we call, I call them and determine how they might be able to help us. And then they submit an application and various personal data. And if we, if we approve it, Dick and I do the approvals. We call them in and talk to them and find out if they have what it takes. They have to be able to communicate very well. That's an important part. They have to know how to listen very well. That's really important. And then we make them an offer to come and join us.
1: And the pay, I hear, is still terrific. Yeah. I I, I want to go back to what Charlie
2: was talking about earlier and the the time one spends with a client. And I said I'd had one that I've been working with for over three years. And parenthetically speaking, I'm now working with some of their family members on another project, which is kind of fun. Uh, That said, what's the least amount of time that uh, either Charlie and I or others have spent together and you might say it's less than 30 minutes. Why do I know that? Because I also uh, counsel uh, with people at the local chamber of commerce, and that's kind of like speed dating where people come in, and I'll tell what I hope is a funny story uh, about a young man from Italy who had married an American girl. And He came in and said, everybody says I make it the best pizzas. And I said, well, do you know how many places you can buy pizza in this town? So said, no, I don't. And so we got on the Internet and looked, and there were 73 different places you could buy pizza. And he looked at his wife and said,
0: I think I'm going not do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is there anything that we haven't brought up during the uh, course of this program that, that you think should be mentioned either from the perspective of being a mentor or using a mentor?
3: Well, I would say that being exposed to the people here, the people who are mentors is is an important part of what i get out of, or got out of it i've uh, dick has become a good friend of mine as a result of our working together and and others also and uh, so i would say we have a lot in common because because all business is different but all business is the same so
2: <laughs> and and one last thought perhaps on that is that uh What are our results? And we have mentioned uh, how well we have done uh, in terms of starting new businesses and improving old ones. And I think that's important. We also do surveys of our clients. And it's kind of like, how did my mentor do? And we have fantastic results on that. I would suppose there's less than 3% who might be not totally satisfied. Otherwise, we do a really good job, and we hope we can help you.
1: Well, I happen to know that it's SCORE's 50th anniversary year, and we have, SCORE nationally has been responsible for over 32,000 business starts in 2012 and over 82,000 jobs being created. And this past year, we spent over a million volunteer hours, which is impressive. And one more thing we've just served our 10 millionth client over the 50 years. Now, if you divide that, into itself you get a new client served every three minutes for a 50-year period that's through our 352 offices and our 12,000 mentors nationally and i want to thank you gentlemen today for doing a great job and fred thank you uh for being uh, guests on been there done that as you certainly have done that and enlightening us about mentoring You've been listening to the SCORE
0: Small Business Success Podcast, Been There, Done That. The opinions of the hosts and guests are theirs and do not necessarily reflect those of SCORE. If you would like to hear more podcasts, get a free mentor, view a transcript of this podcast, or would like more information about the services we provide, you can call SCORE at 800-634-0245 or visit our website at www.score.org. Again, that's 800-634-0245 or visit the website at www.score.org.